This is Asking for a Friend, the podcast with Kyone Wolf. I'm Kyone Wolf. Asking for a Friend is an advice show taped on the third Saturday night of each month at CT Improv's Underground Comedy Theater in downtown Hartford, Connecticut. There are three problems considered in each show, and each round is judged by three audience members sitting in the front row. The panelist with the most points at the end of the night wins a loofah. The loofah of truth, which is suspended by a fishing line over a pedestal and illuminated with a spotlight, which is, I'm pretty sure, the world's only loofah light. You're about to hear a problem from our July 2018 show, and stay tuned for the end of the episode, where I'll let you know how you can tell us what you'd do. Oh, and there's probably going to be a lot of profanity in this episode and adult themes, so just know that. All right, here's our announcer, Greg Hill, to get us going. Live from the Underground CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut, it's Asking for a Friend with Kyone Wolf. Tonight's panelists are Vivian Nabetta. Vivian is an arts administrator, Ugandan-American, who lives in the Hartford area. She likes cheese. Ariana Barret Peralta. Ariana is an electrical engineer, improviser, and warm weather lover. Originally from the Dominican Republic, she's been a Connecticut resident since 2006. Gerald Sirois. G is a proud dog dad and Boston Red Sox fan out of East Hartford, Connecticut. He likes to eat. And now your host for the evening, Kion Wall! This is our first problem. Should we elope? Here's the context. My girlfriend of five years and I know we want to get married, but we don't know whether we should go for the big wedding we've always imagined or elope. It seems like each choice has huge advantages and disadvantages, and we feel stuck. Some of the appealing things about planning for a wedding are having all of our friends and family there and fulfilling the vision we both have of a full day of celebration. We'll be surrounded by love and dancing and singing and speeches, and also our wedding registry would be really amazing. But damn, that is a lot of money. We both have family who would have to fly in from very far distances, and that's expensive for them. And even though picking out centerpieces and first dance songs and cake is fun, the amount of decisions we would have to make would be stressful AF. The cool thing about eloping is that we can keep things simple, which is how we like to live our lives together, and just get on with things. The stress would be low, and we can think of a thousand other ways to spend the money we would have spent on the wedding. But when we picture telling our friends and most, if not all, family members that we eloped, my heart sinks to leave them out and kiss the wedding registry goodbye. We both grew up loving picturing that big special party surrounded by loved ones and speeches and dancing and debauchery. We may always wonder about the party that we never had. So what do we do? Elope or plan the big party? Let's start with Vivian. I will say that there's a good way to fix it. So judges, be ready to just give me the moist points. Um, If you want to make everybody happy, you can do both. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you how. So what you do is you tell everybody ahead of time that you are getting married, and then you do a destination wedding. Because that way, you get to do both. People have enough warning that if they need to save up, they're able to do that. You're already on your honeymoon, so you're saving money on the wedding. And it's like a vacation, so the people who are coming with you also get to have a vacation and celebrate and have a good time. So it feels like you're eloping-ish, but you're inviting people. All right, Ariana, what do you think? I mean, it's beautiful in concept, thinking about it, 
I personally, and I feel very strongly about this, I believe in marriage. I think it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful bond between two people. I do hate passionately weddings. I think, I think they are a massive waste of money. You're making people eat food that they don't like. You're making, <laughs> you're making them go places that they don't like. You're making them, I mean, it's not about them, it's about you, but at the same time, well, you care for them because you invited them, but you're making them go wear something that they hate, for example, in my case, dresses. It, it, I second that. Yes, thank you. I mean, you, you, now you can wear pants, but you still feel a little self-conscious, which is fine, but then the, you know, the bride gives you a look, and you're like, well, girl, I don't like dresses. You know that. Um, so back to my point, I hate weddings. So I think in the interest of everybody, just go sign the paper, and the amount of money you were gonna spend on a wedding, use it on a down payment on a house with a big yard and have a big, nice barbecue party with all your friends and family. All right, G, what do you think? I'm gonna steal all their points. <laughs> um, and I agree with them. I mean, going through marriage myself, we didn't have the ceremony. And it was simply because, as we were saying, everything you do is you're thinking about other people. What are they gonna like to eat? What are they gonna wear? And let's just break it down. It's a 20 minutes of nothing. Yeah. If you've been to enough weddings, let's. Try to recall any event in a wedding. It's a church and you, or, or wherever else, and you're like, I don't remember that part. Um, unless something drunk happens at the reception, you don't have those memories. So no, you, you actually want to forget those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I can remember one entrance, and they were, it was like they were singing shots, shots, shots. Classy. But I don't know anything else to that. <laughs> um, I don't know what I drank. I don't know what I ate. If you say elope, I mean, that's an old term. It's like you're not really escaping in secret. You could do a destination wedding, or you could just tell people, hey, I'm getting married. Um, with me and my wife, we did it after 11, 12 years. So by the time it was actually done, people weren't saying, hey, great, I was invited this night. They were like, oh, about time. Yeah. But if you want to choose a spot to go to, do it. If they've got enough money, go for it. I mean, slip them a map. Say, so this is where we'll be. This is the time. You show up, you show up. Um, but you'll find out quickly your long list of invites, when you do put a yeah. destination to it, it dwindles. Um, I'm all for well, spending that's, that's how you save money. Do you see? Yeah. I'm helping them save yeah. money. You do yeah. a destination wedding, you invite everyone, not everyone can come. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you, you'll see your true people that say, oh, I wasn't invited. Okay, I invited you, here it is. Oh, I don't have a passport, I don't have money, I don't have a babysitter, whatever the case might be. Um, but it doesn't have to be fancy. It's wherever you, your partner wanna go, snap some pictures, and guess what, you have a registry. That's social media right now. Listen, your best investment is down payment to a house or I hate weddings, but I love honeymoons. Because it's so you're a vacation. In a destination. You're in a destination. No, 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 but I don't want anybody to be with me. I oh, want to be with me. Oh, you stay at a different so hotel. We're not sharing a Oh, no, you stay at a different hotel. You stay in a different place. No, no, you but I'm not, I don't even want that. them to know where I'm going to be. I want <laughs> oh, them to know later. Fair enough, fair enough. I show the pictures and how I get a great time. I hope you all love me as much as I love myself. You don't fair show enough. pictures of the yeah. honeymoon. Although I do have to say I am Well, African. the outside of the honeymoon. <laughs> the moon, the not the honey part. But I, I do have to say I am African, and our weddings are never even close to 20 minutes. I would recommend anyone Google um, African weddings, and particularly of the West African variety. I'm I am not, but they are not 20 minutes, and they are not small. Or Google Indian weddings. So, uh, you know, weddings, uh, weddings are, are very serious business, but I, completely, I do completely understand saying that feeling like, you know, it is a waste of money. I personally, like, you don't like weddings. I don't believe in registries. Just give me cash. Yeah. It's always the right size. It'll always fit. I will always be able to use it. It will never go out of style. Yeah. So I don't believe in registries, but, you know, I do understand where they're coming from because it is hard to be torn from. You have people that you 
love and you want them to be part of this special thing, but you also want to be mindful of cost. So it is hard, but at the end of the day, whatever you two decide, it's your choice. So if you decide that you want to get married in your backyard with just you two and a, a fishing and a dog, that's up to you. The people who love you will appreciate it and they won't care because they love you. And if you decide you want to have a big wedding, have a big wedding, but don't have a big wedding for the sake of a big wedding or because you feel like you have to. I do wonder about the age. Um, I think that sometimes as you get to certain phases in your life, certain things feel different, like having a big wedding when you're 20 to 30 or, you That's know, it. 30 to 40. 40, you're like, oh, fine, just just call me tomorrow. We'll just we'll just go to City well, Hall. Well, you know, you know better I mean? when so, you're older. Exactly. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, this is, no. Like, this is just wonderful. Be practical. Please don't be a princess, though. Like, please, let's let's put a break, the pump the brakes on that a little bit. Like, women should oh, be happy. Bridezilla. And yes, it's like, yeah. it's, it is your wedding, but... Your focus on the marriage because that's going to be the harder part. Another reason to not have a wedding. You a boy, right, Silas? You, yeah, yeah. But the show is funny. Don't get married. Just don't get don't married. Get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that has been on my mind since I've been thinking about this question is um, how, when I was growing up, I've never found love or been interested in men romantically. So I just figured. I will never be able to get married. And if I do, it'll be more like a commitment ceremony. And what's the commitment ceremony? It didn't mean anything to me. So when the Supreme Court, like sure, when it got legalized in Connecticut, that was very exciting. But when the Supreme Court gave it the okay, and I'm so glad that happened before the last election. Um, okay. <laughs> right? It occurred to me like, oh, shit. Like now I can really get married. That's an option for me. And I've just yeah. gone my whole life figuring like that's just not going to be something I can do. And one of my best friends uh, married his husband of like, sort of like Yuji with like 15 years. They've just been together forever. And I was talking to him about the conundrum of what, what should we do? What should Emily and I do? How should we be thinking about this? And he made a really cool point about because we were not able to get married up until very recently, why would we want to emulate the ceremonies that have been held for people who've had the privilege of getting married. And so he was arguing that you should look at it completely differently. You should try to be as creative as possible, as out of the box as possible, because this is a new opportunity for us. We almost have that obligation to get creative. And then you're faced with how much with a wedding do you focus on what you think other people want and how much on your own? My immediate reaction is, well, fuck them all. It's our wedding. As it should. Yeah, it's no your problem. wedding. That's yeah. why I live my life. But then there's still... That, that leads me down a, another tunnel, which is like, if we had no precedent about wedding ceremonies and whatever traditional means, how would you, each of you, how would you mark this occasion if you could wipe that clean? And go. Oh, um, well, I think it's different for me because um, I consider myself kind of bicultural. Um, I am obviously raised here because you hear how I sound, but my, my heritage is um, in East Africa, so we kind of approach weddings differently, although they're becoming much more westernized in some senses. So I guess I just, I do try to focus on the other person. So um, I would think about what do we want, similar to what you're saying is, um, what would we want to do as a couple? Like, for instance, my, my boyfriend, he's African-American, and he um, there's that legacy of slavery. So perhaps for him, um, he would want to do something like jump the broom. Or there's a tradition from uh, his family in the South. So I think about what are the things that are meaningful to us as a couple, and then kind of 
I don't want to say, like you were saying, forget everybody else, but um, it's really a ceremony for you and that person that you're inviting others to. And at the end of the day, the people who are in your life who love you, they're going to appreciate what you do regardless. Um, you know, I just, I think we live in a culture now where weddings are a contest. There are even shows about weddings being a contest. But at the root of it, it's about you being with that person and what you and that person want. And I think if you start there, it makes everything else easier. I think it's about the relationship and about the people, as you were saying, the people that you love and the people that you mean something to you. Um, I personally, once again, I hate weddings in case you missed it. <laughs> I don't see the need to have a ceremony. I think as long as you have that person that you love there and you have your family and the people that you call family, not just necessarily blood family, but your family, it's fine. And, and to me, it's more about let me have a sunny day and be with the people that I love and I'll be fine. I don't need anything else. Well, I, I need cake, but <laughs> well, other who doesn't than that, need cake? I, who doesn't need yeah, cake? Yeah, but other than that, and, and, and I feel what you're saying because I'm Dominican, my husband is from Maine, so look at that. Dominican? That's interesting. I'm Dominican, yeah. He's Dominican, huh? No, well, I own the domain of the Dominican Republic, but I'm also Dominican. So I see the difference. You know, my culture, as you were saying, it's, it's about a big celebration and it's about the woman is being purchased by the dude. So, I mean, not purchased, but you understand what I'm saying. The macho culture. I got you, I got you. So since I remember, it's like, no, this is not how it's gonna be. So that, I think that's why for me, it's about the connection and being with the people that you love and forget about all the makeup and other crap that you put on it. It's not important. You're not gonna remember it. I put it off as long as I could. Um, so you yeah. can kind of tell I'm not really traditional to um, what we wanted, and she's shaking her head, yeah. Um, but we're so far in time. You don't need to do traditional. Make your own tradition. Yeah. Right. And maybe you'll have exactly. friends that say, you know what, I like what they did, or I like what they did. Because um, that's obviously where destination weddings came from. Someone decided at one point, hey, I'm not going to invite all these people to my shit, and I'm going to go, I'm going to hide. Right. And they found them, <laughs> and they traveled. Well, they also so. thought, I don't want to get married in the freaking blizzard in Connecticut, so yeah, let's go That's a good else. point. That's a good yeah. point. That's how it started. All right, at this point, Emily Peterson, the lady of the box, it would make sense if you saw the set, would play a fanfare on her trumpet to buy time for the judges to deliberate, but... She's been in an accelerated nursing program, so she had to take a little time off from that really lucrative position. So now I've bought them time by explaining how time is usually bought on the show, but this is a podcast and buying them time is irrelevant. So I'm just going to wrap up this reset. Now the judges present their points. We start with our audience member, April. I selected Ariana. Two ends. Yes. yes Great job. And squiggly yeah. lines. Yes. Thank um, you. I appreciated your honesty. I was really... I really liked your answer, Vivian, because you said, oh, you can do both. You talked about the destination wedding, the local wedding. But I appreciated Ariana's honesty with the hating weddings. Because I, I was, do. I know, I know. <laughs> Don't I hold just, back. Ask my husband <laughs> sitting over there. I was thinking of a friend of mine who had been to five weddings in a two-year span, and they were all now divorced. Yep. And... I just kept thinking about that. People have these grand weddings for the wrong reasons. Yes. Mm -hmm. So and, why and you wasted not? your time. Right. Yes, and they didn't get their gifts back from the registry. Of course not. <laughs> well, that's why you get cash. Cash yes. is always yes. going to work. Yes. So, that's it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right, just put it on down. Alex, what do you think? Alex? It was a very hard decision, but 
All right, look at you. Oh. Great job, everyone. Oh, I hope you're two having out, a great two time. Out three, I two am. out of three. <laughs> Just hate the concept and you win. What? what? <laughs> I know. Why are you? Society. Well, I kept nodding as, as Vivian was talking about... Um, until we got to the, well, they will love you regardless. And I thought, that ain't my family. Nope. <laughs> you cannot have it both ways, and they will not love you regardless. Nope. Um, just the way you started out, I also hate weddings. It's a big club. It's a bit, yes. I mean, people haters. pretend that they love, they don't. It's a they waste. Don't. Yeah, that's all. All right, Jim, who'd you pick and why? So I went with a 1A and a 1B. Oh, I don't know what to do with this. So the 1A is Ariana because I agreed with her for a couple of reasons. A, save some cash. Put it to other things. And she also likes cake. Yeah. And she's the only panelist that said, I like cake. Yeah. Whatever like cake? works well, for Ariana. Well, my intro was true. I like to eat. That yeah. included Well, you weren't specific yeah. about well, what you wanted to eat. Every you day. never know what She was. She did say cake. So, so <laughs> gee, that's part of the reason I came up with you with the 1B. Frankly, everybody's a little scared shitless of you. So you're going to always be in the vote, okay? That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, okay. And the other thing is you like to eat. So that's a part two. So, nice. hey, it's all good. So anyway, that's my awesome. vote. Thank you, judges. A round of applause for our judges. Great judgment. Great. All right, that's one problem down. All of them to go. Thank you so much to our audience, our judges, and of course to our panelists, Vivian Nabetta, Gerald Sorois, and Ariana Barrett-Peralta, who won the loofah of truth that night. If you think this podcast was worth every penny you paid for it and more, especially the and more part, head over to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Wolf. You'll see all these cool gifts and swag you can get for pitching in, like a pair of tickets to one of my shows, a shout out on an episode of Asking for a Friend, and or my chili recipe. Your donation will help these shows sound a lot better with more updated equipment and software, and you'll give me a lot more flexibility to get creative with these shows. That's patreon.com slash Wolf. Thanks for keeping me going. And if you want to be the name at the end of Asking for a Friend with Kyone Wolf is brought to you by, email me, kyone at kyonewolf.com. Fame and fortune for both of us. Thanks to CT Improv in downtown Hartford for putting the show on every third Saturday at 7 o'clock. Check out their shows and snag your tickets to this one at ctimprov.com. That's S-E-A-T-E-A improv.com. Thanks to our announcer and master tweeter, Greg Hill, at Askin for a friend, that's A-S-K-I-N-F-E-R, a friend. Thanks to master stager Joe Barber. And our problems and confessions are beautifully calligraphed in Osaka, Japan by Chris Gladys on our Instagram account, at Asking for a friend with Kyone Wolf. And you can see his other crazy beautiful calligraphy at at mshades01. Our Facebook page is at Asking for a friend with Kyone Wolf. And please subscribe to this show, share it like crazy, and leave some reviews. That really helps the algorithm gods keep us from the hellfire of no new listeners. And my friends on this podcast should definitely be heard. If you have another take on this episode's problem, or if you have something going on in your life and you could use some totally non-professional advice, leave a message. I promise no one will pick up at 860-322-2019. Know that your voice may be used in a podcast or a live show, or your problem may be worked into the show another way. If you're more likely to leave a message if I promise to alter your voice, either higher or lower in pitch, just let me know in your voicemail if you want to be a chipmunk or, like, Johnny Cash. That number again is 860-322-2019, or we could do this the old-fashioned way. My email is kyone at kyonewolf.com. All right, thanks for trusting your problems with this podcast. I'm Kyone Wolf, Justice of the Peace in Idaho only. I'll see you at CT. Peace.